Thanks for joining the Ross Republic podcast. My name is Adrian. I'm a partner at Ross Republic. Today we're going to talk about a really exciting topic, uh, SME digital banking and Nodea's journey to deliver digital value. Uh, we are joined by an amazing guest from Nodea, um, Oli Anteroinen, who is the uh, head of SME Digital. Thanks for joining, Oli. How are you doing? Thanks, Andrian. Uh, pleasure to be here. And uh, thanks for, for the in invite. Absolute pleasure. Um, I'm doing good. Weather is nice awesome. in Helsinki. So. Great. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining. And uh, the second guest today is uh, also a Ross Public partner, Maso Aray. How are you doing, Maso? I'm doing fine. Now we have a great guest and a great podcast ahead of us. So let's, let's yeah. get on with it. Amazing. So Oli, um, according to your LinkedIn, you've been at uh, Nodea since 2007 already uh, in various roles. Um, last six years within digital business banking. Um, maybe just as a really quick introduction to our listeners in your own words. Um, what have you been working on in the past uh, that led to your current role and maybe some of the key takeaways uh, from that time would be very interesting, I think, to get it started. Yeah, thanks for thanks for asking. I have been with the with the group around sixteen years now. Uh, has been a, a a good learning journey for me. Um, been doing a, a various tasks from uh, from retail banking or retail customer facing units to doing a seven years uh, seven years period in in asset and wealth management, specifically focus on on life insurance or life life and pension products um, yep. and there with uh, took the opportunity to, to work with digital and, and actually then transitioned uh, my career path more towards or fully towards digital and, and then uh, different customer segments and now working with digital for the past six years for for the SME customer segment all right great um, now let's let's jump into it um, I mean, we know that Nordea has been, I mean, one of the biggest banks in the Nordics and uh, has been doing great during the last, uh, I don't know, 10 years almost, uh, I would say, during all the time that you have been there, obviously, and then have been awards for being a, a great digital bank service provider and all. But where where the journey started? I mean, where, where did it, everything started that Nordea wanted to be more digitally advanced. Could you open it up for us a bit? Yeah. Um, looking back, I think the, we started the journey by acknowledging the, uh, the role or, or the role of digital and, and, uh, and that the, what it plays for, for financial services overall and of course to, to understanding the complexity of, of the current services that we offered back in those days. Um, if I if I zoom in on, on the SME side or, or the business banking side uh, as, a, as one of our business areas in the in the group, uh, we had then around nine different uh, different local net banks and mobile applications. So we already had some capability and, and products available for the customers, but then recognized the uh, recognized the challenge of of different technology stacks, design, level of services they provided to our customers, um, 
and but also the kind of importance that hey now we need to now we need to actually make the, the transition to towards something new and and uh, elevate the, the role and the, the meaning of, of digital in terms of how do we service our customers um of course then having almost 10 different apps and, and net banks or web web applications and and so forth they were also uh, uh, super expensive to run hard to change with some risks and and so forth and also hard to hard to update in general so not dreaming anything about release on demand or re- release even once a week or anything like that but uh release once a a year or a or a quarter at the maximum, um, which is perhaps the most common uh, combination as a starting point for for any incumbent bank in in the or has been uh, for in the Nordics or, or perhaps in 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 a European level. Thanks for elaborating on that. I mean, it has been a journey, obviously, and and uh, uh, and the results are showing. But there is, I suppose, there is still a um, um, way to go uh, ahead. So let's let's go into a bit of more of kind of kind of current drivers of uh, why Nordia is focusing so hard on on SME digital and 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 trying to support SMEs. So if you could elaborate a bit more now into the kind of a current state. What drives Nordia's SME Digital forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, maybe if I maybe if I take a step back um, and may, kind of frame the answer from from the learnings or the challenges and learnings we we faced when we started the the journey from the from from the previous position that we were in um, when recognizing the meaning of digital to to SME customer segment uh, we started to renew both the web and mobile experience at the same time uh, with an ambition to build truly nordic and scalable solutions across both personal and corporate or personal and business banking segments when looking at the SME segment or the corporate or, well, in this case, SME segment and how to phrase the SME, small and mid-sized enterprises. There's, of course, multiple ways how uh, different market uh, players or the industry defines this customer segment. Um, Then thinking about the biggest challenge was to understand the country uh, variances for each each country where we operate or where we had ambitions and how to make the needed trade-offs between keeping the Nordic approach uh, while adapting to the to the local market needs. Um, we were all also in a hurry to to get going with launching or renewing and getting getting out of these these legacy nine application setup. So therefore, we we needed to uh, we needed to. Also get feedback on the on the new solutions and and so forth. So therefore, we 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 actually faced the challenge of of need to redo some parts after initial launch. So a bit maybe hurrying into into renewing some parts or, or launching in some markets 
and then recognizing that hey this wasn't the ideal point, uh, ideal way to solve this this issue or problem therefore we need to invest or we need to redo some uh, some part all in all i would say that this this has been a, a really good uh, school for for backlog and feature scope management in in terms of how how to keep the scope in terms of meeting the first launch or the mvp if we call it like that and then go forward gradually improve keep the keep improving keep focusing on the on the right spots acknowledging that we will get a we will get a net negative impact for example to customer satisfaction with first launch just by by changing the customer's behavior from what it what it has been or what the customers have been accustomed to and how to use our services and then totally renewing it with the new experience and design and technology and navigation and and breadthness of of services that we that we basically offer um so that 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 has that was maybe the the starting point or, or kind of looking back back at bit, a bit and then if we think about now where we are today or go zoom in on on where we are today and, and how we have um how we have um, taken the steps and uh, and uh, the, the current position and what drives us today forward i think the the sme segment in general is is still an underserved in terms of digital services that is being provided by by financial services or financial service companies although we are on a good levels in in the nordics so nordics in general are quite mature in terms of in terms of digital services and the the, the industry how do we offer the, the services but also in other other industries as, as well and also on the public sector and and so forth uh but also if we think about regulation and payment schemes and and so forth um i think also that the market changes and a new market is changing and new players are emerging from multiple angles such as neobanks focusing on on bank offering but to a specific segment within the kind of broader sme segment such as freelancers or sole traders as a legal entity type or a way to way to acquire salary in a, in a different format or form to focus product offerings so offerings focused on a certain product verticals offering the, the product into into a broader customer segment with a with a full fully digital or build na- digital in in kind of native digital way um to then also new players emerging into the market from for example financial management towards integrating and and offering banking services enabled by the PSD PSD2 for example or or maybe the the upcoming regulation on top of that so I think then all of these aim at providing good services to SMEs, of course, and the, and removing their admin burden, but also making it easier to to make financial decisions. Um, then, if we think about how do we then operate uh, as as a Nordic leading Nordic bank or or big Nordic bank, then on a group level, we aim to create the best omni-channel customer experience. Uh, 
and be the digital leader in our in our industry. And uh, yeah, as you must have mentioned, we have gotten a few recognitions uh, uh, in in recent years in in our journey and and the work that we have uh, work, work we have been put into this uh, put in the agenda. In the business banking side, where the SME segment resides, uh, we want to be the leading digital SME bank, building our, on our solid foundation to deliver effortless banking. So delivering banking is still a key key point for us. And how do we do it in a in a good way? In terms of our kind of journey to this point, from the nine legacy applications to to today, where we basically have almost one Nordic digital platform, both for to be used both uh, through web and, and mobile, almost there, one country uh, left uh, soon completed, hopefully. Um, and with our customer base of almost 300,000 digitally active customers, it actually gives us a huge impact on the, on the Nordic economy and, and thinking about the, the size of the the digital customers that we have and 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 who we service or or have engaging with us in through to the services that we that we provide so having this kind of a basis or, or foundation from which we then launch our new services and offerings enabling scalability development efficiency or enabled by scalability de- development efficiency and the impact that we can make when we for example invest into a into a certain product improvement. Um, then if, if I quickly touch upon what effortless banking means, so we have defined it in a way that we, we deliver full, full breadth of SME digital offering with leading functionality. So clearly we, our ambition levels are set high. We want to be the leading digital bank in the market or in the Nordic markets where we operate. Um, and in, in and that translates into the into our effort how do we how do we do that and how do we basically target to to remove the the time spent from smes to to banking and, and doing financial financial management related activities and that's the that is the the leading or guiding star or or what drives us forward mm-hmm. Good one, very good one. We have definitely a lot of work to do and and, uh, and impressive work, I would say. You mentioned about new players, fintechs and non-fintechs that are uh, through the change of different types of legislations, PSD2, open banking are coming to, to, to the market. How do you see them? Uh, do you see them as a uh, more as a threat or as a partner or or how do you see those players uh, in terms of uh, uh, comparing to to what Nordea is about is doing and going forward um, interesting question I maybe I, I would phrase it in a way that I have a mixed feelings about the, the, the competitors I think it's it's a bit on both sides so of course, we we observe the market movement and, and see what's happening, and and also consider how that potentially impacts our, our business models and, and uh, how do we deliver mm-hmm. digital services and where should we where should we play or, or focus or or so forth. But I, I also then see that 
they are friends, so there is a potential partnership angles as well. So it's it's not either or. Uh, so maybe that's uh, that's the <laughs> a bit yeah. round answer to, to to your straightforward question. No, no, I think you. I mean, that that's that's most of the banks. That's how they see it. So there is uh, there is no right or wrong answer. It's just a matter of how how um, either you partner or you work with them and, uh, and in different ways. So it's, it's not a, a right or wrong in any way. Um, then, then actually jumping from here, it's actually good to jump into kind of um, based on what you have said so far. I got a feeling that you're really trying to solve some of the key points that SMEs are facing, especially the underserved. Uh, that's they are considered as under, underserved. But, what are those key pain points? Could you open up, for example, how you, you have solved them so far and kind of what are the plans going forward for us? I think it's, um, since we are a full house bank, we actually uh, can solve quite a lot of pain points uh, for the SME customers. That uh, That is, of course, reflected in our scope as well. So thinking about the digital services they are basically broad old school way of saying net banks and mobile apps but serving the kind of including the full coverage of a of a house bank so all the products and services that comes with it um and maybe that that leads to to the challenge that we have or or perhaps the challenge that we have is the how to select the right pain points to solve in the right time because there's um, there is a lot to choose from when when considering the the house bank approach and, and the, the the offerings or, or service offerings that we have and offer to the to the SME segment and and where can we improve what makes the the most value or make makes the most impact to customers but also to our business so of course we we want to solve the kind of business pain points as well or or put our bets into into the points where we where we see the the best benefit. Um, maybe we are perhaps more focused on on how to enable the the customers to to maintain the business, but also to grow the business. Um, in terms of customer life cycle, perhaps if we if we call it like that, um, I think that also then leverages our strength as a as a house bank. So we actually can support the customers throughout their life cycle, from from initiating the company or, or launching the company to to uh, maintaining the business. Or if 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 that's the perspective that Destiny wants to have, that it's more on a on a maintain the the current level of operations and turnover and so forth. Or if there is a is a growth aspect or growth ambition as well if it's a rapid growth or, or more stable growth. And then how do we then support the customers through digital, for example, making it easy to, to access and buy new new services and for uh, true digital. So ease of use, make the, the services available, what are, what are needed in, in, the, in the growth or, or the, the life cycle of the of the customer, if it's internal operations going towards going to towards foreign trade, how can we then support with trade finance related products and services digitally in order to to reduce the lead time and and improve cost efficiency and 
availability of, of services and convenience of services uh, as an, one example. Then of course, customer acquisition, if we think about it from a, from long, uh, like establishing a new company. So how do we onboard new customers, for example, to the bank? That's of course key. It's a it's an efficiency driver as well. Uh, guessing that it's a it's a common, or I assume that it's a common challenge across the the industry. That how do you do cost efficient and targeted customer acquisition through digital? A very hard hard uh, question to to solve because it entails a lot of processes, uh, the core processes that uh, that uh, the banks have. Um, and then, of course, that there we have some existing solution across the markets. But of course, that's something that we are looking looking forward to to improving. Um, and then, uh, one thing maybe to, to highlight in terms of pain points is the the usability. So ease of use, usability, navigation, uh, design choices, information architecture, whole design system. How do you how do you deliver digital services and make it make the design part um, eff effective and efficient in order to not over-invest, but keeping the investment into current level so that you can maximize the value, not accumulate design debt that you need to then write off later, but also make the changes gradually in a way that you make seemingly big changes without fully impacting the customer's behavior or changing the, or requiring the customer to change their behavior because if you do that, then it's a, almost certainly a, a negative impact at first, and then you need to bounce back. Um, yeah, and then of course, other aspects we can support with payments, file-based services, premium API, so a full full house bank offering. Um, and in addition to taking the first steps towards, for example, ESG agenda, so how could we, how could we support the, the customer's ESG transition? Also in the SME segment, where you need to then find out the way to to deliver the service in a in a scalable and cost-efficient way, perhaps not being able to to justify a, a advisory-based based model in in most cases. Very good and. and yeah, Adrian, yeah. go ahead. Now, one uh, quick question on that, um, because I think it's really uh, interesting that you say as the house bank to really support these SMEs throughout the life cycle, um, um, where I've seen, uh, for example, when I was part of Holvi, which was fully focused on the Finnish market first and then into Germany, for example, um, I think what the neo banks have done really well is like the initial stages of products that you need in a company. You need a bank account preferably uh, everything online so you can self-service in terms of account opening um, and maybe payment cards. But usually the point where it was really difficult for most neo banks to break into was actually lending um, because that's actually the first other step that once a company is established and they generate the first business and maybe they're, they're in the business for the first and second year that most neo banks could not offer any any meaningful credit for these uh, businesses. Whereas, as we all know, that's like the number one pain point, uh, mostly to also grow the business into a larger size. Um, so uh, can you maybe share anything around initiatives around um, serving SMEs uh, through digital lending? 
Um, I think that would be very interesting um, because especially once, as you said, the baseline is there, you have the digital applications, you streamlined it on the back end, lower cost to serve, uh, but it also brings maybe new data points because you're servicing them more digitally. So um, anything you can share around that? Yeah, good, good question, Adrian. Uh, and I do agree fully that it, it is the, the pain point usually connected with the with the growth of the company, is it then investments to, to be made into equipment or just cash uh, securing the cash position in terms of recruiting or ramping up new new employees and so forth? So a key key pain point that comes with the with the growth of the company. Um, what we have thought about is that we also acknowledge this as a, as a focus area across the industry. Um, but also from a kind of new competitor perspective, I think there's quite a lot of activity in the in this kind of com, uh, product vertical. So uh, new new uh, new players emerging into the market that are uh, that we, with with simplified lending offerings. Um, and our approach is that we we want to of course compete and. Uh, deliver simple and quick SME lending through automation and digital delivery. So how do we use the platform and reach that we have and the availability and convert that into, into well, simple and quick lending to, to support the growth and make it more convenient to, to access financing. We have a huge balance sheet, of course, that we can use to, to support the growth, growth of the SME customers then how can we translate that into, into convenience through digital and, and easy uh, availability access, but also then using that as a, maybe as a kind of data point or glue, how do we then combine it with different services or, or be able to provide then uh, advisory or services for interest rate hedging or, or so forth that might come on top of that or be applicable on top of the, the lending part. Good. I think that was really a, a good point and relevant point because, as you said, it is a difficult market, especially when it comes to the SME lending. The, the smaller the company, the, the, the worse it gets. And that actually also brings it to the kind of the kind of a profitability question of the bank. Uh, obviously, when you serve the SMEs, there is always a question of how far you can go uh, and how far, how down you can go in terms of the profitability, or how you can actually make it so that it's so effortless that it is profitable and accessible for both sides. How do you see that? I mean, what are you guys uh, doing in that area to make it, uh, as you said, effortless, but at the time easy, and uh, and on the other hand, make it still um, profitable for the bank towards the SMEs mm. in the digital space specifically in terms of digital sales, in terms of digital landing mm. um, or card opening and on these kind of things. Mm. I think digital sales so B2B sales in the financial services context is becoming much more, uh, much more important and, and something where we can, we can see a lot of activity. 
it's also something that I, I think it goes back to the underserved market in terms of financial services. So something that we can actually be much better at than, and, and it's of course a, a clear clear focus area for, for us as well. And, and uh, it is though a bit complex if we compare to, to personal banking or personal segments due to this kind of legal entity and, and who's able to represent the company. So who's able to actually buy the products, who are we targeting? And, and, and usually the complexity of products also increases. And if we think about the, the kind of credit process for, for corporates compared to the private segment, uh, it's a, it's a bit of a different ball game. Uh, but something I think we are we are determined to to resolve and, and actually have a, activities there. We we have launched recently a a concept for B two B digital sales that we call a product store, so a, a shop within the digital services or within the uh, within our uh, channels. Um, and then we of course try to to fill in the shop window as as quickly as possible and and where we have started of course is is lending so bringing the going back to the pain points and the growth stages of the company and trying to align our roadmaps into into how do we support the customer in the best way but also then what where do we see that what actually makes an impact on the profitability muscle that you mentioned so how do we can then perhaps increase the uh, increase the cost to serve or, or distribution cost of, of services through digital and that way actually help the profitability of the of the whole segment and convert the convert the uh, the kind of foundation and, and the, the the kind of digital active customers or the target group into something where we can then make make the access to, to services much more easier and convenient. I think that's that's something that actually that goes quite well into in terms of the the profitability challenge that that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Spot on, and that actually leads us to looking a bit more forward. Basically, where do you see um, this the the Nordia's first Nordia's? semi-digital banking but also the market where do you see it evolving during next let's say two years two years is a long time in the digital space nowadays but uh, if you can predict something then then uh, that's a good thing yeah it's it's almost or not almost but to to some extent towards our OKR time time span, so so not not so distant in the distant future, but um, I think the in general the banking or financial services market for the SME segment will continue to to develop, and the digital will be in the agenda for for all incumbents and also of course new new competitors competitors and emerging. I don't I don't think that the Right, I feel that we continue to see competitor movement from new directions and maybe more propositions emerging as well that are using the the existing regulation and the the APIs and and so forth and and figuring out ways, new ways to to deliver financial services to the SME segment. 
Um, then if kind of taking a step higher, I think trust, convenience, proactivity, ease of use and effortless banking or effortless financial management if we expand the scope a bit from, from purely purely banking services will remain as an agenda point for the market and, and I expect continuous uplift in ways that the SMEs are served uh, through digital. And it's going to be really interesting to see how what kind of new new concepts are being launched and across the markets and of course what we have cooking and I can't uh, I'll or you'll hear more soon from from those things uh, and um, I think in for us in in our our uh, unit we will keep content or we keep our focus on on delivering the our our vision of effortless banking and uh, and uh, financial management by delivering the full breadth of digital offering and and actually going towards the the market leader position that we have uh, that we have stated as the ambition and and uh, leveraging our scale and Nordic platform even further and keeping this the kind of close eye on on ease of use and design so that our services would be very intuitive to use and i think if we all only compete on kind of off breadness of offering then the the ease of use will actually an intuitiveness intuitiveness becomes actually much more important so the design choices that are being made and also i think we we're going to look into personalization so what that means for or SME or B2B customers. Interesting, interesting. And and looking, because we looked at how journey started and um, go through the challenges that you faced and challenges that the, the SMEs are facing. And now we looked a bit into the future and your QRs, which is resembling the two years. What would you say is the kind of Perhaps it's the biggest challenge that you face for the next two years that you want to tackle. Mm, this is a, not in the questionnaire, so it's so, so on top of your mind. That's an interesting point. I think we we have started the journey with digital sales. So I think that's one of the the key things, or or B two B digital sales. Mm -hmm. So what that kind of fully understanding what that means, and in terms of quality and and how mm -hmm. to how to run run that kind of operations and and so forth. I think that's going to be one of the the key points. And then maybe going back to my my slight uh, uh, wondering about personalization. So I think that's going to be also mm -hmm. interesting thing to question to answer and consider how to, for example, enable or, or uh, do personalization in a way that it enables engagement. So how do we actually, if we talk about the, the foundation and the platform and, and the volume of, of digital customers and so forth, how do we keep the engagement? How do we increase the engagement in a meaningful way, still delivering effortless banking, so not doing uh, uneffortless or how do you call it and uh, thereby increased engagement but, but do it in a positive way and, and in a way that it delivers mm. value to, to the SME customer segments 
good. Uh, anything from your side, Adrian, that you would like yeah, to yeah. ask? Or add? Yeah, um, also on my side, I think what's really interesting is um, um, that you mentioned all these different opportunities from, uh, you know, digital convenience, um, digital sales, going into lending, really supporting SME customers end to end um, so that you're seen as like the leading uh, provider for, for digital banking services. Um, I guess you can put like a business case behind each of those and then really decide, you know, how to build out your roadmap. Um, but I would be really curious to hear uh, also from you personally, uh, you for example also mentioned ESG as one potential topic. Um, what, what's personally, where do you, what do you think is most exciting in terms of future opportunities in, in SME banking? Is there any topic that you personally think is over the next years going to be uh, yeah, kind of exciting to work on? Yeah, um, I think then what is close to my heart or, or really interesting is the, the digital sales path. I think it's uh, personally also really interesting to, to see. It's uh, it's quite kind of broadly spanning uh, and includes different ways of different operations and design choices, different design choices perhaps and, and also process design as well. So how do we deliver the product or service or how do we originate the product and service and what that ties into and, and then kind of all whole whole measurement aspect or driving not only focused on efficient delivery or, or development but also continuous improvement and, and iteration and how to how to improve and that's that's something that I, I feel quite uh, passionate about and uh, maybe then the next next thing is the is this is this um, kind of effortless banking? So really, actually taking a couple of uh, steps forward in that journey and, and thinking about effortless. What? How do we actually? What are the key concepts? How do we make the right choices here? And and what what really makes the uh, makes the biggest impact in terms of of improving the overall proposition of what we offer in in SME digital and and through the net banks and, and mobile applications that we we have across the Nordics. Yep, that's super interesting. Um, Maso, any questions that you has, uh, still have open or? Uh, no, I think uh, I think this was really good. Uh, we yeah. tried to follow the flow. Sorry, only for uh, improvising a bit here and there, but you did very good. So. No, all good. Yeah. Thank you. So just to just to wrap things up in that case. Uh, so Oli, uh, thanks a lot for joining the Ross Public Podcast. It's a super interesting conversation, um, and I also think uh, maybe also for the listeners as as something to uh, keep in mind and to think about when it comes to SME banking, uh, especially uh, established banks going into that space and digitizing the offerings. Um, something that will be very interesting, I think, over the coming years is um, is actually the demographic change. Um, because there's a lot of talk about digital um, and Oli talked a lot about uh, making it super convenient for the customers. Um, but if you look at uh, the demographics across most European countries, it's, it's uh, um, I guess the average age of SME owners is rather getting older than younger. It depends on the, on the specific industry, of course. Um, but uh, I think that's, that's, um, that's a role where the traditional banks in the future will have actually really uh, a pole position to actually serve a lot of very different segments in the right way. So being really good at digital, but also omni-channel, 
um, and providing the best experience for these uh, different segments. Um, so I'm really yeah, excited about this. So for sure, we will be following uh, what Nodea uh, will come out with in the future when it comes to digital and SME banking. So thanks, Oli, for joining the podcast. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Thank you.